0: is in the know for Wednesday, January 25, the 25th day of 2022. There are 340 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105 on Lynchfield's country station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. On Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube. We're on Twitter and the hashtag... Is in the know. Coming up today, we'll unveil you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Getting some rain today could have been worse. We'll tell you about that, and we've got a whole lot more planned for you. That and coming up today here on in the know, settling in to my left, rolling Mach Nine with her hair on fire. The is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's B. Good morning, sweetheart.
1: Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay.
0: Were you happy to awake to nothing but rain today? Yes, absolutely. You know, I, I had prepared you a couple days yes. ago, like we could see some slushy snow overnight um, coming into this morning, but nothing but rain, so it was all good. Oh, yes, yes, I'll take it. All right, very good. So we say good morning over there in chair number two. We welcome back Grayson County Ag Agent Miss Whitney Carmen. Morning. Morning. Welcome back.
1: I'm glad to be here. Good to see you. Yeah.
0: Yesterday, I had a news headline, and uh, I looked down at the headline, and then I looked to my left, and I had uh, Yukon Cornelius was over here.
2: I saw him in the wild this weekend. You
0: did? He was out? <laughs> it, you're not supposed to feed the wildlife. You I know. I know. <laughs> <way>. He was <laughs> in
2: enemy territory, actually. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious.
0: <laughs> and, then, uh, and then Sam was over there, mm-hmm. and the headline was something about... Crop block grants, and I about <laughs> got into that story, and I said, why in the world, when I have an agriculture expert scheduled for tomorrow, why would I ask the two of you about crop <laughs> block grants? But now I'm not, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to ask you. Eh. They're a thing? I guess. <laughs> you, okay. Well, if you don't know, then I don't. If, if you don't know, we don't need to know. That's right. That's the kind of the way that I look at it. Uh, you, you mentioned when you sat down a few seconds ago that uh, today is the 100th day of school in the Grayson (laughs) County school system and sometimes as I laugh uh, whether it is or it isn't it's the day we've all agreed to celebrate it because you know had they missed a day last week because of snow they wouldn't have pushed it to tomorrow it was on the calendar and today was going to (laughs) be celebrated and so we're celebrating at our house we got uh, our uh, first grader off to off to Clarkson Elementary School (laughs) with uh, first she looks fabulous there's uh, uh, a she's wearing her 100 days smarter shirt and she's got the the what do we call those mom those
1: are like the buns the the
0: the, the princess Leia buns but on the top of your on head the top. yeah yeah and they match her shirt and she got those uh, yellow <laughs> yellow ribbons um but then her morning didn't go exactly like <laughs> she was hoping because Aww. well she didn't want to wear the black shirt underneath she didn't want to wear the black shirt underneath the um underneath her shirt. So she was yeah. pouting over that.
1: Oh, and it sounds like every morning mama. at my house, yeah. she was me.
0: accustomed to getting her way anyway. Mm-hmm. And so but she wasn't going uh. to today. But I did uh, I did <laughs> love what the Strawberry Queen had to comment on this yes. photo. She said, "Who can be sad having cake for breakfast?" Right. And that's kind of the way that uh, so then that pouting, <laughs> that pouting incident then led to this photo Look. which is me going oh. We only do these things because they're for your own good, right? You had to do that old <laughs> I mean, thing. We're not just trying yes, to be mean and yes. blah, blah, blah. Mama's not just making,
1: you know, <laughs> yeah, but, making you do it because. She pouted yeah. up pretty good though. Oh,
0: she did. Uh, but we got a report that she Perked up once she got to school. Mm-hmm. A bit. I imagine so she did. She I was, imagine she did. She was throwing a really big pity party for yes, herself. She was. I,
2: my, so. I, my toddler has a pity party oh, every she's... morning, so I'm quite quite
1: uh, <laughs> accustomed
2: to okay. dealing yeah. with I'm, that.
1: I'm very good when it comes to her because she does, uh, like, some things are scratchy. She, she does have yes. a sensitivity to, yeah, to my my some of those things. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you this is a tagless, okay, black, long sleeve. It's, it's a soft cotton shirt, okay? I'm sorry, you're wearing it. Yeah. And yes. you, I'm sure degrees if you have outside. children,
0: you eventually have these battles with your kids. Because oh, what yes. what happens is is that in that photo where you saw her, she's sitting on my lap, and I'm just telling her, <laughs> like, this is the way that it's going to go. Uh, the sooner you get over it, the probably better it's going to be for everybody. Yep. But I started offering solutions. What she doesn't like is the sleeves are too long. Uh-huh. Because she's messing with the sleeves. Like, as I'm talking to her, she's messing with the sleeves. And I said... Do you want me to work on the sleeves and fold them up so that they don't bother you? Uh-huh. No. No. So she didn't want to hear solutions. It was so just I've was decided just, to yes. dig in on this yes. one. This is the hill that I'm going to die on. And listen,
2: this hey, and I know play. what? As but as an as as an adult who does that from time to time, I can appreciate <laughs> the idea. We uh, uh,
0: we all understand, yes. But it's also our job to say, hey, come hey, on,
2: hey, come back oh, around here. Yeah, exactly. Funny.
0: Yeah, you did have cake for it's,
2: breakfast. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> uh, I mean, come mm. on. Yeah, sure. I get it. She doesn't have cake for breakfast every day. I mean, sometimes she has (laughs) (laughs) Pop-Tarts.
1: Not every day. Pretty pebbles. (laughs) That's right.
0: Uh, So off to our north, they're dealing with a little slushy snow this morning. It didn't impact their travel or anything in the southern Indiana and Louisville area, but they're getting a little bit of snow off and on today. We're going to see a continued chance of rain throughout the day uh well not maybe not throughout we'll see it end uh, maybe midday or so i think it'll kind of pack up move out of the area we'll see a high of 47 um we'll see uh rain snow showers uh, continue moving back in then tonight after a little bit of a pause 33 the overnight low snow showers are possible tomorrow again i think uh, rain for our area just because our high tomorrow is only 35 so there is a chance we could see some flurries because that uh that's a good snow temperature you know 35 it's Mm -hmm. a good wet snow temperature so just kind of be prepared and then we get uh, 54 on saturday looking good every time every time i look at saturday's forecasts the high temperature gets a little bit higher and so I'll look away and I'll look back. Maybe it'll be higher. I'll look away I and look so. back.
2: It's uh, a special day at our house.
0: Groundhog Day, barely above freezing. Yep. So just be prepared. I think uh, no. I think we can all agree. There There, there are a few things that maybe uh this day and time that collectively as Americans we have a hard time agreeing upon. But I think here we are, January the 25th, 2023, and I think we can all agree that probably... Our the leaders of our presidential administrations probably have not treated classified documents <laughs> with the with the seriousness they should have.
2: Right? Is I, it fair I, to say? I mean, I if even. it's not classified, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, they're not classified if you can just take them home.
0: Yeah, that's my. Uh, so, but now I'm curious. This has gone far enough. Uh, Mike mm-hmm. Pence, uh, his office has been the latest. Uh, out of out of an abundance of caution, they went looking. And uh, happened to find a limited number of documents. But now I want to know what are on all these documents. Yeah. Like, were they really serious? And probably they didn't need to be classified. Or I I need to know how alarmed I need to be at this.
2: Yeah, like what, what, what made you decide to take this classified document versus that classified document? That's right. Yeah.
0: And was it. My guess is there, when you're in that business, there are lots of documents. I'll concede that. And I can see where some classifieds gets mixed in with some non-classifieds. My guess is is that you can go to Bill Clinton's house. might be afraid what you'd find. Uh, You can go to the Bushes. You can go to most of the presidential libraries. You can go, and you're going to probably find information that either – Was classified, is classified. There are things that get declassified over a period of time. So I guess it begs the question, do we need to review our classified document system? System, Should we relax? To me, classified is classified. Different than top secret. But should we reevaluate all those things? Because it seems like we're batting a thousand. Everywhere we've looked so we, far, we've, we've found. found them. So my guess is it's not an isolated incident. I guess.
2: Well, could, and I think what it wasn't Pence trying to say, or I don't know, maybe all of them have said at one point. I've tried not to pay attention to all the ruckus, but that in their moving out of the White House, documents just got you know, like there was a box of them, and they just grabbed them when they left, sort I, of thing. I
0: think that's 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 part of it. Yeah. Um,
2: now whether that's true or I not, did I don't think
0: know. I did think that Trump coming to Pence's defense yesterday was an interesting olive branch You know, they've been estranged for a while, but Mm -hmm. when when Trump said yesterday, leave Mike Pence alone, he's never done a dishonest thing in his life. Mm -hmm. And I thought, "Hmm." okay, but it it has been interesting. You know, they got Trump, you know, they raided Mar-a-Lago and then they got Biden and it was like, oh, see, you know, and then that, see, that didn't fit their orange man, orange man, bad narrative that they just try and spin all the time. Right. And so then, and now they're like, oh yeah, well then this is this game of, well, he did it too. You know, now it's like, well, we found him on Pence. Okay, well, we found him on Biden. He was the VP before that. Well,
2: and I think, too, is, it is you know, they're Let's looking for Let's go get him. the bombers. Yeah. Let's go get the bombers. <laughs> <laughs> or just, you know, well, that's a, that's a we're going to go look at Pence's and then we're going to use that and say, oh, look, he's doing it. He's doing it to try to get it off of, you know, This is Biden. a tennis
0: match. Yes, absolutely. Volley, volley. So just wait. Mm-hmm. Within about, within 10 days, there will be this story. Limited number of classified documents found in Obama residence. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, just, just beware. It's, it's just going to happen because that's volleying back the other way, and so they're watering this down to where it's a non-starter. Like, well, okay. Mm-hmm. But will there be another? Will there be another special prosecutor? Ah, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> can we? Can we buy those in bulk? Do they sell those at the store? You get special special prosecutors or you get like four for the price of three? Or Or, if
2: it's going to be that much of a big deal or if it's not any longer a big deal, why are we spending extra money on it?
0: Doesn't sound very special anymore, does it? A Grayson County man has been arrested after pointing a handgun at a convenience store owner and his son. This happened late last week. The Grayson County Sheriff's Office responded to... Uh, The uh, market on Elizabethtown Road, that's on 62, where a report of a man, a 31-year-old Joshua Barefoot of Big Clifty, threatening people at the scene. The store owner told the sheriff's office that Barefoot, who left the scene prior to their arrival, came into the store carrying an AR-15 rifle and a handgun in his hand. They went on to say that Barefoot was not making any sense when the store owner tried to talk to him. Police watched surveillance videos of the incident, observed him entering the store, holding up the handgun, pointing all around the store, and at the owner and one of his sons. He was arrested uh, at about 2.30 at the Elizabethtown Police Department, transported to the Grayson County Detention Center, charged with two counts of wanton endangerment, uh, etc. Wow. So, yeah, w- w- weird. Mm-hmm. Three youths attacked workers at a juvenile detention center in Bowling Green in the latest violent outburst reported in the troubled system being overhauled by... Uh, Governor Bashir, the three juveniles kicked and punched staff during the orchestrated attack Monday night at the Warren Regional Juvenile Detention Center. One worker underwent medical evaluation for non-life-threatening injuries while the youths did not sustain injuries. The attack was quelled by juvenile justice personnel with outside police intervention. Mm, that sounds like a scary situation as well. You know, they had... It was in Adair County where they had that juvenile I think so. juvenile center yeah. where they had the basically a riot. This kind of, I think, for all intent and purposes is what it was. Mm-hmm. A Hardin County man has been arrested after strangling his mother and destroying her home after she found needles used to inject steroids. State police responded to a Rineyville residence after 25-year-old Michael Nisbet of Rineyville strangled his mother before breaking two television sets and the front door of the home. He additionally tore the kitchen sink and cabinets off the wall. The dispute began when Nesbitt's mother discovered needles in her son's bathroom and asked him to leave the residence. The suspect used needles to inject steroids, which were found under the home.
2: Classic case of steroid rage. Roid uh, rage. rage.
0: I've heard about that mm-hmm. over the years. The school system of Crittenden County... Um, is out of school
1: mm-hmm.
0: because they're, I don't know if it's because of, they don't have enough bus drivers, but it does go on to say that Crittenden County's girls' basketball team is playing in the All-A Classic Tournament in Richmond, which I presume requires a bus driver.
2: Mm-hmm. So, hmm. And it's hard to find bus drivers to do extracurriculars these days yes. just out of, uh, you know, just in FYI. <laughs>
0: There's a report that says multiple bus drivers have connections to the basketball program and will be going to EKU with the team, creating a shortage of drivers. So they have canceled school today and tomorrow.
2: So that all the dads and moms that drive buses have kids that play basketball is what it sounds like. I mean, which is, is yep. fine. I mean, that's the bigger problem is the fact that they have a bus driver shortage, but even substitute bus drivers. Here's
0: what we can deduce the all a classic is for small schools right yes. mm-hmm. it, it, it is basically yes. a state tournament of a class schools even though in kentucky we don't have a class system in basketball mm-hmm. so it's you know it's everybody, everybody everybody's right. included but they know small schools rarely will win the state title so they create a special event for the well it would stand to reason that small schools would have smaller Staffs, they yeah. would have right. a smaller stable of <laughs> drivers, a smaller stable of buses, yeah. etc. You know what it's kind of like for small private schools, mm-hmm. how hard it is for them. So it's, it's really not much different for a, sco- a small school system. Yeah. So.
2: And I guess they're playing, they said they're playing Bethlehem, which I think they've all played around here. So I mean, I think there's a lot of schools in this all A classic. Yeah.
0: And it's at EKU so. this mm-hmm. week. This week marks the six month anniversary of the Eastern Kentucky flooding that killed 44. And more federal aid has been approved in the region where more than a dozen counties were designated major disaster areas. FEMA announced yesterday the approval of $1.6 million for emergency cleaning and mold and flood remediation conducted through out the Knott County School District between August 2 and August 23. So ongoing problem. One of the things they also did was the state has secured another site with higher ground to build new homes for flooding uh, victims. It's a 50-acre site a few miles from downtown Hazard, and it's going to be the site of 150 new homes. Worst thing they can do, and I know this is a generational flood, but you know that it can be done. So the worst thing you can do is build back houses Mm -hmm. right back where the houses got washed away. Once Mother Nature proves she can do it, take her word for it Mm -hmm. (laughs) and build on higher ground. So. Right. They are moving to higher ground. So disasters like that, you know, change the looks of um, communities. And
2: I'll be interested to see if it's like reclaimed mine ground that they're using or what.
0: Would be interesting yeah. to know. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, what else do you
0: need to know about? Oh, The uh, Grayson County Cougars used a big second quarter to uh, come away with a 56-43 road victory against the Apollo Eagles last night. Eighth grader Spencer Langdon was five of six from three-point range en route to a career-high 17 points in the win. The high school, Grayson County High School, now turned their attention toward a road district doubleheader in downtown Browntown <laughs> on Friday evening. Lady Cougars and Cougars will play on the road in Brownsville on Friday. The University of Kentucky Wildcats traveled um, down I 65 to Vanderbilt last night, where they won their fourth in a row. Uh, pretty convincing win 69 53. It was a it was a big night um, in the last. There's been a saga going on with UK the last six eight weeks or so. The latest chapter last night. If you missed the game, it was the I'll call it the return of Severe Wheeler. Mm-hmm. And what has happened is they've not been using Wheeler when they've when they got the ship righted and got on the right road, but they also knew that they needed him in some way if they want to make a long run in the postseason. Last night was his return and played well, a couple of turnovers, but played well in the role that he's capable of playing. And so it was yet another, okay, here's what this is going to look like going forward. So uh, Oscar had a big night. Um, Toppin had a big night. Everybody, it's, it's I just a good think
2: night. That, that to me, you know, I, I don't know why it took us until mid-January to figure out who we were going to play, but that's beyond me. The, I do think that Savir got a little bit of criticism that maybe he didn't deserve because he's not necessarily – I think he was, in a, he was in a position to get it because he was playing too much, and that's the head coach's job to decide that, you mm-hmm. know. So, anyway, I'm glad he played well last night, and I'm hoping that they'll – but, some sort of systematic. But out.
0: last night his very first trip down the floor I saw shades of what the problem had been is that he drove the length of the floor and basically dribbled the ball out of bounds on the far baseline. He got trapped against the baseline, a place he shouldn't be. He's not be, looking up and at, making passes and, when then, he <laughs> and then he was stuck. Now is that his teammates fault because they're not getting open or his fault? But I thought, "Oh, here we go again." But he played well and he's well, got I a different he's... he has a different gear yes. that he can play at that is helpful,
2: you yeah. know. I think he can be used in certain situations. I don't think he needs to play 30 minutes. I think he needs to be just like the other ones that they They, their team. They will
0: now participate. They will host Kansas on Saturday in the Big 12 Challenge, uh, SEC Big 12 Challenge. It'll be one of the last ones of those, if not the last one. And that's a Saturday night game. So like 7 o'clock Central Time tip-off on Saturday as the defending national champions come to town. Vandy starts a two-game road swing Saturday at Texas A&M. So that's how it happened last night in Nashville. Blue got in. There's plenty of blue on Vandy's home floor last night. Get to a break. We'll come back more on the way here on In the Note. Today is Robbie Burns Day. So it's party time for people from Scotland everywhere. Honoring Scotland's national poet, born this date in 1759. I'll tell you something you know, something famous that you know that Robbie Burns wrote. I'll tell you later on in the show. Today is Irish Coffee Day. Today, I'm just having straight up normal coffee. Uh, <laughs> Me too. It is uh, opposite day today. Oh Lord, don't tell the kids. No, <laughs>
2: oh. I can't. I, can't. I, I don't know that I could handle that today. No, I get enough. I've already had an attitude and interesting <laughs> start. They use it yeah. to their advantage. What's today?
0: Opposite day? Oh no! <laughs> so, and, and they know how to get. They know how to carry that out to the letter. And it is also library shelfie day. Huh.
1: Okay. Some
0: book collectors arrange them so their spines can be admired. Others have a system of organization that result in an alternative art form. However, they're organized on the shelf today. You should take a shelfie. And share it on social media. So if you, have a, if you have a Kindle, you just do a screenshot of your library. I Yes, I, guess. I can that, do that in my office. I don't know how that I works. But we've talked about um, making a Christmas tree out of mm-hmm. books. And you start at the bottom. And,
1: but I won't let mine be used. So my books. Yeah. yeah. I'll take a shelfie on buy. Friday. On Friday
0: when mm-hmm. you're at the library. Mm-hmm. You're doing a reading event at uh, the library uh, on Friday. a
1: guest reader at four p.m. on Friday. How
0: does one get in on that? Do we? Well, is it a secret club. You got to <laughs> no, pay a cover charge. Um, How's that work? Miss
1: Laura, she does uh, the young people, um, the kids, and she was looking for guest readers. So you know me. I offered. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, right. and I got the Friday four o'clock spot. So. I'm assuming nobody really wanted to do the Friday at 4. Oh, that's <laughs> the one nobody else wanted. So it'll be like. Yeah, you, I think so.
0: It'll be you and your mm-hmm. kid.
1: Yes, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right.
0: You could have stayed at home and read yeah. to her, right? Right. Uh, if you're making travel plans, if you're doing some daydreaming on a gloomy day about places you'd like to go this year, here are the top five places for watching sunsets around the world.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah.
0: In case you want to chase sunsets and see some of the prettiest ones. I like some N- sunsets. Number one, Santorini, Greece.
2: Hmm. Mm, I would do, I do, uh, it's on my bucket list to go.
0: The Greek island of Santorini is covered with picture-perfect sunset spots and is world known the world over for this. Number two is Mount Brovo, uh, Bromo in Java, Indonesia. Hmm. I don't know a lot about Indonesia, uh, but I do, I don't, it, Thailand, Indonesia, some of those areas, you know, the, was it the third Hangover movie yes. that they filmed mm-hmm. and the exteriors Night of that were just really yeah. pretty. Go, Ooh, this is, yeah. this is an area that's uh, that's neat. Number three on the list, also in Indonesia, Bali.
1: Mm.
0: So a Bali sunset is an Instagram dream, according to this. Number four, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. I guess I'd like to go to Rio. I, I
2: don't. I would. Yeah. I would have liked to have gone to Rio is for who, the Olympics. Who decided? Yes, mm-hmm. that's true.
0: And number five, a little closer, Key West, Florida.
2: Oh, I was going to say,
0: okay. I've never been to Key West. Nor I have I. So I have a, um, uh, I have this. I was sharing this with uh, with Mayor Miller a week or so ago. They had done a little traveling and had been down to, I think, the Miami area or so. They recently just posted photos, so I'm at liberty to talk about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I told him that on my bucket list had always been I wanted to fly to Jacksonville and I wanted to rent a convertible. And go north and hit A1A and take A1A all the way to Key West. I said, but if it gives you any idea how long I've had this on my bucket list, it was when I go, I'm going to pack my Jimmy Buffett box set.
2: <laughs> and drive all the way down. Right, right, and a few and
0: days. use the box set to go with me on the oh. trip. So it just gives you an indicator how long ago <laughs> I've been <laughs> carrying that yeah. that dream and I have not done it. Well, so that would take me to Key West to see the sunset.
2: Mm-hmm. It's sort of the same thing for me. I, that would be fun, but also I want to do that in California. I want to drive the coast of California. Oh, yeah. yeah,
0: the PCH. Mm-hmm. Just, I know a fellow that's done that. He says it's pretty neat. You get down through Carmel and Monterey and those areas, through mm-hmm. there, it's really, really pretty. You may also be planning one of your children's birthday parties this year. Just in a day or two. Do you have one coming up?
2: Saturday. This Saturday? Okay.
0: Are you feeling a little stressed?
2: I don't have a party. She's getting to that age where she wants just friends to come over and play. That's fun. We're going to do that after all of our sports activities.
0: Is it safe to say, though, that we have taken, we as a society, we have taken kids' birthday parties to a level that we've if we, if we had known at the beginning what we know now, we might not have set out down this path.
2: I agree, 100%. Mm-hmm.
0: They've kind of been ratcheted up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I look, listen, it was fancy in my day when, you know, my mom would go somewhere and pick up a really special cake that someone had made that looked like Superman or Batman or Strawberry you, cake. just, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, you went to the cake maker and picked mm-hmm. that up and that was your party. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Right. And you had that, that, had a few friends uh-huh. and a few family over and yep, you hung that, out for a little while that, that, and that was it.
0: That was it. And there <laughs> was no major theme and there were no bounce houses and there were no treat bags for all the kids who <laughs> came and so
2: Or or it was extra fun when you got to go to like Mr. Gaddy's or Chuck E. Cheese or, or something like that ring. when you were a kid or mm-hmm. the skating yes, ring. Yes. But
0: can we say though that those things though? were an enabler that got us to where we are now so. You know, like yeah. if we had just gone there and stopped that'd be okay yeah but that's not how it works uh-uh. you know we got whether it's gender reveal parties or now, whatever I, you gotta just keep going and say, going and going
2: i will say i have been uh you know i have done my fair share of themed birthday parties because i've been sucked into it but now i'm kind of glad the kids are a little older and poor silas i'm just like let's just throw something together yeah, and yeah. it'll be okay yeah we're gonna reuse what we use
1: mm-hmm.
0: well a recent Survey of two thousand parents with kids aged three to twelve found seventy-three percent say their youngsters are not so easy to impress. Think? Well, sure, their expectations have been become super high. According to the survey, kids expect their favorite foods, sixty-seven percent, and clowns or costume characters, fifty-six percent, and uh more so than inflatable playsets at forty-four percent or laser tag at forty-three percent. Then uh, parent stressors when planning kids' birthday parties, top of the list, having enough time to plan it at 55%, keeping it affordable, 55% of people said that, figuring out what foods to serve, 52%, figuring out the guest list, 51%, figuring out how much food to serve, creating a party my kid will enjoy, picking a theme, not having enough help to plan, decorate, and finding a venue That's are some of the it. biggest stressors. It is for all of it.
1: Yeah, Thanks. I mean that's, And guess who gets to do it? Exactly, this gal. Oh. Mm-hmm. What you say? Yeah, I get to share. And
2: no, mine. Mine bit. is because yeah. if it were left, I, my and I appreciate it. But he was like, "Just get on my birthday cake and be done with it." So if it was, it was left to him. That'd be what it was. Yeah, and but, it is now because the kids are older and they just would rather.
0: But not. then your kid will be crying, eating strawberry cake like ours. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> my
2: parents don't. Me. You <laughs> know, I got and, me a cake, which but it has its own stressors. Just having friends over, like uh, you know, there's that yeah. too. Mm-hmm. So, I, I you know, I can see both sides of it.
0: Do you do you have veto power on the friends list?
2: Uh Yes, I do. Yeah. But mm, for the most part, we've. <laughs>
0: So far so, so good. So far so good. But don't you're like not your afraid right to, you're not afraid to line item veto mm-hmm. a kid or two off the know. list.
2: Mm-mm. And I and once again I haven't yet, but I it might happen. But you're fully
0: prepared. <laughs> yeah. The Oreo brand is kicking off the new year with the introduction of a new limited edition cookie. It's called the most Oreo Oreo cookie ever. Mm. Chocolate sandwich okay. cookies. So, triple stuff?
1: Maybe, quadruple stuff more than
0: more than double stuff
1: oh but the filling. and the it's cookies want the and cookies go. and cream see, filling I don't typically like any kind of cream filling at all but that would make it better for me now see I like the original cream filling just make it bigger like just do that original
2: in <laughs> the original the, cream but keep the cookie out of it yeah mm-hmm.
0: what if you dipped one of those in chocolate
2: I mean wow. yeah there is chocolate dipped
0: in there? Sure, There's probably. Just melt it.
2: Mm-hmm. Just get
0: a double broiler. <laughs> double well, broiler, <laughs> I'm, broiler. I'm aware of that. I feel like there was. Did you get microwave? It there was like a special. I don't
2: know. Maybe not. Described as the brand's most playful
0: cookie to date, the most Oreo Oreo features two chocolate flavored base cakes, playfully packed with most stuffed levels of cream, and for the first time ever, the cream has real Oreo grind. Mixed in, it's basically a cookie stuffed with itself.
1: So it's called the grind. That's what it's what
0: it says. Grind interesting. It. Well, who knew? So gr- mm-hmm. ground, ground Oreos. Oreo. They call it nope. grind.
1: Just give me the.
2: Just give me dirt cake then. Back to the oh, grind. Okay, yeah, yeah. Back to the grindstone.
0: So it basically it's Oreo stuffed Oreos.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, I would try it. I'm an I like Oreos.
0: Campbell's Chunky launches a new Chunky Ghost Pepper Chicken Noodle Soup. Typically when I want that soup, I don't want something hot exactly. because I'm sick yeah, and I need whatever. It. I do Oof. I mean, if it if it's thick, then I'm okay with that too. Like I I don't want thin thin soup. That's no good. This will be available January twenty seventh. I like hot stuff, but I I don't have some goal in life to go, I want something <laughs> so hot it hurts me.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, how can I scorch myself? Please
0: sign me up for more pain and anguish because that's really what I like. <laughs> no, thank you. It's not me. Uh, the first 500 brave souls who sign a waiver stating they can handle the heat will be able to purchase this. And they are not joking when it comes to the waiver.
1: Okay. All okay. right.
0: <laughs> And then this kind of made me laugh. A neighbor demands that a cat owner change the pet's name because she claims it's offensive. One pet owner has come under fire with her neighbors after naming her cat after a character in an urban fantasy television series. She explained, I have recently moved into an apartment with my boyfriend and my two-year-old black cat, Lucifer. Oh. Despite naming him Lucifer, we also call him Lucy and Lulu. So she said she heard from a neighbor and she says that she wants us to change it because they are Christians. And linking my cat named Lucifer, which we also nicknamed Lucy, to their daughter, Lucy, is offensive. She says, now, which is it? Are you are you mad that it's, it's Lucifer, Lucifer or, or mad that your Lucy? daughter is Lucy and the cat is Lucy? I'm going to tell you, this is probably just a... Uh, small amount of the problems that are going to exist in having this neighborly relationship. And I'll tell you, as a Christian, I don't like the name Lucifer, but I will also tell you that if this is what I'm going to get bound up on, I'm going to have a hard time navigating daily life. Like if this is what I'm I'm going to throw a fit over, I'm thinking this is just the start of my problems navigating today's society. Uh, So, I... I have a feeling the cat's name isn't going to be changed. Plus, <laughs> no. have we asked the cat what it thinks? I or mean, who will speak on behalf of the cat? I don't know the cat's break? personal preferred pronouns. I don't know how the who cat is? feels. You gotta ask the cat. Mm-hmm. Got to get you a break. Come back more on the way here on In the Know. Uh, Did you know July 16th is said to be the happiest day of the year? Really? Only one hundred and seventy two days to go
1: now, I wonder why july
0: sixteenth yeah July sixteenth is said to be the happiest day of the year i don't know if that's I don't know if that's an American fact or if that's a worldwide fact uh one of the things I will tell you like in europe uh in a lot of places in Europe they just you know they take the month of July off like that's yeah. their um so I wish we could do that.
1: I know,
0: right? I well, I, I, think, I think we'd
2: be a happier society.
0: More and more, we're getting closer to doing that, mm-hmm. but it, it's this weird, you, you know. Like you got a lot of school systems that are saying, "Well, we're going to four day work. Or we're going to four day school weeks for students." So then, that way, we'll allow that fifth day for extracurricular and doctor's appointments, and da, 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 da. that'd be so helpful. Except what are the physicians doing? They're giving their staff off on Fridays. And then if their staff's kids are home on Fridays, then they got to stay
2: home. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a crazy yeah. cycle. <laughs> it's I get like, it.
0: Everything is connected yeah. to one another. so
2: It's convenient. It sounds convenient, but I understand the backside of it. Yeah.
0: It, we would like it in July until we really need something to happen, I suppose. But so... For Americans, you would think, well, something like July 4th would be, like, the happiest day of the year. Like, it's summer and patriotism and all that. I don't know why July 16th.
2: I would almost venture to say uh, something in June for me well, because it's there's like there's differing. still plenty of summer left.
1: If you search it, there's different. Like, this one says June 20th. <laughs> See? I said June. Uh, I, I don't I, know. Look,
0: I've got a reliable source, and I okay, usually Okay, well, I'm just it.
1: saying when I Googled it, just to find out why, mm-hmm. like, mm, mm-hmm. there's... Various I don't weeks. know what metrics went into
0: deciding it, but I I, I will tell you historically, be having a July birthday, July is my favorite month because you start with Fourth of July, and then uh, historically, I even going back to like to the ice cream mm-hmm. festival days, I typically couldn't do summer vacation until after that. So biggest events of the year were usually in the month of July, mm-hmm. also because they kind of my you know anchored by my birthday. So I've always loved July,
2: yeah, but. Mm, I, kinda, have, I was going to say, I'm trying to figure out what we did in July this year. I mean, we normally have baseball. That's what we do. So. I kind of like August, too.
1: I'm well, more of a probably October girl. Mm, I'm, I'm but your birthday, your
2: birthday
0: is in August, is why I was saying it. I know that's
1: why you said it, but I, I'm, I mean.
0: We so, learned about this time yesterday that Chris Stapleton has been selected. Kentuckian Chris Stapleton has been selected to sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl on February 12th. Uh, Babyface Edmonds and Cheryl Lee Ralph will also deliver performances. The uh, Stapleton will sing the national anthem. Babyface will sing America the Beautiful. And then Ralph will sing uh, Lift Every Voice and Sing. Then, of course, Rihanna is doing the halftime show. And that will take place in Arizona in, I guess, two and a half weeks.
2: Yeah, sooner than, I, I guess I just put it off. But, yeah, it'll be here before we know it.
0: About this time yesterday, the Oscar nominations uh, were out. We kind of talked about them um, yesterday, but I did in the Best Actress in a Supporting Role, Angela Bassett from Black Panther, Hong Chow from The Whale, Carrie Condon from The Banshees of Inisherin, Jamie Lee Curtis from Everything, uh, Everywhere, All at Once, and Stephanie Sue from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once was one of the notables. Angela Bassett was, she made history as the first Marvel actor to be nominated for an Oscar. Hmm. And then we also told you yesterday that Top Gun Maverick was nominated for Best Picture. And I did hear it's that list seemed long to me yesterday. There were 10 that were nominated for Best Picture. And I think it's that's about three longer than normal. I think usually it's six or seven. Mm-hmm. But you know how they go through on the Oscars, not that I'm going to watch them. Jimmy Kimmel will be the host. But they go through and do these Two and a half minute packages, like tributes, to feature each of the best picture nominee, oh, wow. I and mean, to do ten of those that's is going to take three of, hours. That's a lot of time. Uh, the also, we told you the Razzies yesterday. The Razzies are the opposite of the Oscars; they're the worst picture and the worst. The Razzies co founders taking a little grief today over nominating a twelve year old actress for worst actress. She was in a list of four or five female actresses but she was a uh, fire starter actress ryan kiara armstrong was one of five nominated and they're kind of poo-pooing them putting her on the list because she's only 12
2: hmm. you
0: get out there acting in <laughs> roles in the adult world you know you got to be prepared for she taking sort the sort
2: of looks like uh kate uh tom cruise's ex-wife oh what is her name you know what i'm uh, talking about dawson spring or dawson's creeks da- oh um yeah, her. Yeah, oh, you know
0: her. Mm-hmm. You know the one, you know the one Suri, I'm talking about. Sorry. is her name, is the baby's yeah, name, or girl's right. name. Uh, there's new, yesterday, Pamela Anderson, of course, she's promoting her new book. She's got her Netflix series is coming, or her Netflix show is coming out in a couple of days, a few days. And one of the things in her book is the revolution, revelation that when she was working, I had forgotten she was, she worked on Tool Time. That's right. on home improvement on tool time. She worked on the set of, and I had forgotten that she had done that. Mm -hmm. She says that Tim Allen flashed her. uh, Maybe on the first day or early on one of the days of the set. And basically said the equivalent of this, I've seen you naked. Now you can see me naked and went on and blah, blah, blah. So there was, Oh, that didn't happen or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well now, uh, Patricia Richardson, Apparently got flashed by Tim Allen, but this happened in front of a live studio audience. He was wearing a kilt, one of the episodes for whatever reason, but they don't say, was he dressed under the kilt or was he not? But does it really matter at this point? Nah, I mean, probably, probably not, but it does seem to be the issue of the week that everyone is kind of <laughs> talking about, I suppose, it's that big of a deal. We're going to read, we're going to watch Pamela Anderson's show.
1: I don't, I'm too far behind I, on yeah. everything else. I doubt it. can't Maybe. take on
0: anything new? No. Yeah. Somewhere around the year 2028, you might get to it.
1: Maybe. You know what you're
0: saying? Maybe. All right. We'll get to a break. Come back. Wrap it over the morning here on In the Note. MB's point to ponder for today is actually a rare move where yesterday's point to ponder was punted to today by yesterday's co-hosts. So. You, Probably neither of you are aware of this, but Yukon Cornelius and uh, Sam punted the point to ponder to you, honey, because you're the expert on the subject. Oh, okay. So the ponderance was, doesn't not judging a book by its cover defeat the sole purpose of the cover? The huh. book, the book okay. cover is designed to make you like want to read it you you form an idea about oh this is about beautiful sunsets or this is about
1: that is quite the ponderance for a book person yeah i, mm.
0: I my hypothesis was that if you weren't supposed to judge the book by its cover, the dust jackets would just be a single, like, off-white color to prevent additional yellowing. And just in black letters, yeah. it would have the title and author of the book.
2: Well, in
1: old school, I mean, they yeah, did that. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, so that's a hard one.
0: But now when you walk into Barnes & Noble, boy, they are just trying to <laughs> stimulate your eyes. Yeah, but with but that the, saying the started
1: years before right. book jackets. So I don't know. That's a good question. It It, is. It's a very good ponderance.
0: Can you, will you ponder it for another day or so? And then maybe we
2: can compare Uh, notes later. In my
1: spare brain time. Uh um, I will make sure and do that. Or you could just be
2: like Harry's new book and he's just a picture of him. So, you know, it's all about him, (laughs) you know, or I I mean, I'm reading a book right now that doesn't, the, the cover of it really doesn't have a whole lot to do with the story. So, okay.
0: So, but what I need you to do, honey, is by, by next Tuesday, I got to tell the boys something because, you know, they, okay. they punted it to you. So now you, you got to okay. send something. You have to volley back in some way. Okay. And feel free to propose something that will get them hung up, too, where they're yeah. like, I don't know what to do. Okay. Today's uh, television schedule, The Price is Right at Night, Name That Tune is on Fox, and Special Forces World's Toughest Test is on Fox. Some kind of they take some really they're
2: celebrities, that, isn't it? On there,
0: is it mm-hmm. the Special Forces World Self Assess the remaining celeb recruits mm-hmm. face a skyscraping tactical rappel and a high pressure simulation that puts one over the edge? Dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, today's highlight in history this date 1945, the World War II battle, of the bulge, and as German forces were pushed back to their original positions. In 1533, King Henry VIII secretly married his second wife, Anne Boleyn.
1: Was that Battle of the Bulge? Yep, Battle I'm of the Bulge. I'm sorry. My mind, I cannot think of anything other than, mm-hmm. like, bulge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like,
2: yeah. It got to me th- thinking, like, all of this is in school, and we learned all this in school, and but, my son was like, why did, when, when, why did we decide to teach that in school? Anyways. He's starting to ask a lot of questions. You apparently didn't answer.
0: retain the lesson well enough because there's a very good reason. Well, no, but, he's
2: not learning about that. But he's like, why do we learn the things that we do in oh, school? Like, not yeah. not just that specifically.
0: I think the lesson is, so we won't repeat it. <laughs> That's kind <laughs> of what I told him. <laughs> uh, birthdays today of all, January 25th is a weird day because, I mean, there's some people on here that you really wouldn't recognize. The only notable birthday I have to pass along is Alicia Keys is 43 today. Hmm. And the only notable gone but not forgotten today is that Robbie Burns, who was the poet from Scotland, who was born in the state in 1759, passed in 1796. But he basically wrote the poem that is we know as Auld Lang Syne.
1: Okay. Well, so
0: should old acquaintance be forgotten.
1: Today is Raylan's fifth birthday. Oh, so there
0: are more famous yes. people then? Yes. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. My niece's birthday is today. Good.
0: Let's go to chart toppers. 1955 was the year. The Penguins, number one, with Earth Angel. Did I hear you say, uh, Whitney, that you you have watched that 90s show or you want to watch I that 90s? I want to show?
2: watch it. I watched all of that 70s show and I would like to watch.
0: Just haven't managed to work that into your schedule yet. Yeah. The Trashman, Surfing Bird, number one in 64.
1: Well, about Family Guy. I, I've never watched an episode of This is in of Family,
0: Family Guy. Guy.
1: Oh,
2: yeah. He does it and he does the dance. It? Yeah. Uh, it's... No
0: in a singular episode or is it like a recurring it's thing It's a recurring
2: thing. Really? Mhm yeah.
0: Okay. I've never really liked the song that much anyway. Well, it's I could... it's
2: there's a I, I, it's been a really long time since I've seen it, but there's a reason why he does it. Gotcha. 1973
0: Kenny Loggins Jim Messina number 1 Your mama don't... No kids. Poison did not do it first. I
1: know, right? <laughs> <laughs> right on the dance and your daddy don't But they did it roll. pretty good.
0: They did do it pretty well.
1: We need to go around and it's time to go to town. Where do you go? To
0: rock and roll. Okay, let's go to the 80s. 1982. Paul and Oates, number one. With I can't go for that. There's, not, there There's
2: so many side stories to ho, my Holland Oats. There aren't there
0: many things more 80s. My kids than love Holland Oats.
2: Okay. I mean, they
0: do. They're not. I
2: don't know when why. When you think
0: about the 1980s, you, you just have to kind of think of Holland Oates. Well, I just keep know? thinking
2: about their shoulders and the, the, the way that they did. Oh, Yeah. <laughs>
0: Make You Sweat, TNT Music Factory, number one in 94, no, 91. That makes you make straight 90s right there. Yes, it does. Here is the ball. That's what that makes. Let's go to 2000.
1: 23 years ago
0: today, Faith Hill was number one and Breeze. Do you remember 23 years ago today, we were also still kind of you know, reveling in the fact we survived Y2K. Yeah. Woo! The
1: we
0: live! Your heart. The world didn't end. I know. Or did it? I don't know. Lady Gaga featuring Colby O'Donis. I believe it was Lady Gaga's first hit. Just Dance. I believe so. Number one in 09. Or, as the fancy people say, Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Gaga. And in 2018, Camila Cabello was number one with Havana Na Na Na. Mm. Oh, I must have it muted. Makes a difference if you understand.
2: I'll have this song stuck in my head all day today. Thank you. Don't
0: forget Hauling Oats. I can't go for that. Let's get that as the yeah. earworm instead. Can well, you do it, that? yeah,
2: it'll be another one probably. Yeah, but right. yes.
0: Whitney, thanks for coming in. Yeah. It's good to see you as always. MB's pearl of wisdom for today be yourself. No one can tell you you're doing it wrong be yourself no one can tell you you're doing it wrong mb's pearl of wisdom for today remember god loves you and i do too if you don't know jesus let me know and i'll introduce you look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show for whitney carmen for Beige. i'm mb and now you're in the know <laughs>